0: Welcome to Capital Link's trending news podcast series. In this podcast series, we have the opportunity to discuss with company management on recent news and announcements that they have made. We have with us today, Mr. Aristidis Peters, chairman and CEO of Euroseas, listed on NASDAQ under the ticker ESEA. Euroseas operates in the container shipping market and has a fleet of 16 vessels in the water comprised of 10 feeder and six intermediate container ships. I am Nicholas Bornozis, the uh, president of Capital Link, and Capital Inc. is the investor relations advisor to EuroCEs. As per our disclaimer, uh, our podcasts are provided purely for informational purposes and do not constitute investment advice. So, I receive this welcome to our podcast. Uh, I would like to uh, take the opportunity to discuss with you regarding the fourth lucrative Uh, long-term time charter that you just announced for one of your feeder container vessels, the MV Astoria. Now, this particular charter is for a period between 36 to 38 months. And as you pointed out in the press release, the charter is on average two and a half times the existing uh, charter. So how is this uh, charter structured and what does it mean for EuroCEAS in terms of uh, financial contribution to your operations?
1: Thank you, thank you, Nicholas. Uh, and it's nice to be with you again uh, discussing uh, the container market. It's a very strong market, uh, as we've said uh, lately, uh, stronger than it's uh, ever been, still getting stronger. This last uh, fixture in a matter of uh, just one month is, uh, is even stronger than the previous ones that we discussed uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is a charter which is on average at around $45,000 a day for very similar vessels, uh, for a very similar vessel to the vessels that we fixed uh, just uh, two, three weeks ago, which was at an average of $40,000 a day. So this one is also fixed with a uh, with, with basis with the, which is staggered. Which means that we get the money up front, so we get sixty-five thousand dollars for the first year uh, per day, fifty thousand dollars for the second year, and uh, twenty-five thousand uh, dollars for the se- for the last year for that average. So as you can see, this is proof of the strength of the market.
0: And uh, I still You have now uh, in the water a fleet of uh, 16 vessels, as I mentioned, 10 feeder and uh, six intermediate. Now, following this uh, fourth time charter that you announced, what is the employment profile of uh, your fleet looking ahead? And uh, specifically, what is the charter cover that you have secured for the next uh, two, three years?
1: Well, essentially, we're we're nearly covered uh, completely for 2022. We are about 92% uh, covered for 2022. There is only one ship that opens up uh, in a month's time or a little bit more than a month that we will need to fix at some point. And of course, with the current market, we think that we're going to be able to fix it at uh, similarly high levels. Okay, it's a smaller ship, so it will be somewhat lower, but still extremely high. And then we've got a couple of ships opening up towards the end of the year. Uh, So 2022 is is really fixed. Uh, For 2023, uh, we have also fixed at about uh, 60% of our days. Uh, And for 2024, we are at around 40% of our days. So we've got extreme coverage already but the, what we have covered uh, already, which is under contract, uh, is uh, sufficient to provide to cover all our costs, all our debt, everything, and allow for an extra cash generation, which is very substantial uh, in the amounts of uh, more than uh, $70 million per year. So we've got a very a very nice problem at this point. We've got a very significant cash generation.
0: By the way, this particular charter, when we look at it, uh, it has, uh, as you mentioned, staggered rates, 65,000 daily for the first year, going down to 50 for the second, and uh, 20,000 for the third year. Uh, We have to make sure that somebody doesn't look at that and think that this is, uh, indicative of a declining container market. My understanding is that uh, this particular structure has to do with a specific uh, a charter and it's, uh, it gives you actually advantages in terms of front loading uh, for the cash flow. So is this charter indicative of a declining or weakening container market or- No, does- no, no.
1: Nicholas, sorry to interrupt. It's, it's actually an indication of the strength of the market The fact that the charterer is able to extract the bigger amount at the beginning of the charter. So the fact that we are able to persuade the the charter to pay us upfront a bigger part of the money is is an indication of how strong the market is today. Everybody wants to get as much money as we can initially. It's only that, It it tells you nothing about the future of the market. I can tell you later if you want my views about the future of the market, but obviously it's uh, something which is not as certain as is the current market.
0: Actually, uh, now that you mention it, when we look at this particular charter, the average price is 45,000 per day for the three years, and it's actually higher than the rate at which we have fixed the previous three Uh, time charter. So indeed, it is indicative of market strength. Now, since we talked about the market, what is your outlook for the container market, and especially the feeder container market where you operate?
1: Yes, well, uh, it's always difficult uh, to predict the future. Uh, To talk about today was the easy part, and If we talked about today, just three months ago, people were saying that this can't go on and the market will soften and it will soften and we will see. it. It's not happening. And I don't predict that this will happen within the next six months. Congestion is, is really there. It will still be there for the next few months. We see charterers uh, fixing ships for long duration, which means that they believe that the market will be strong for quite some time now. We see big names like uh, Maersk, like MSC, like CMA, like Zim taking on ships that uh, the charter period starts uh, towards uh, the end of the year. So. Even towards the end of the year, you see people uh, thinking that the market will be strong and taking ships on charter. So there is this perception amongst the industry that uh, at least till the end of this year, we'll have a very strong market. Now, what will happen afterwards is very difficult to say, but the main fundamentals, which are uh, what will happen on the demand side seem that they will be getting better. I mean, if the pandemic eases, as we all think it will, uh, we should have uh, a return to growth. Of course, if uh, we have uh, very high inflation and uh, this pushes growth down, uh, we might see some softening. It's extremely difficult to say. The other thing that we know though, fundamentally, is that all this pressure to decarbonize and all these environmental issues will necessarily lead to slower ste- uh, spe- uh, steaming, which slower steaming will be uh, a benefit to, to shipping. Uh, we will go it, it will increase, uh, increase demand artificially or reduce supply, I'll say it as you want. Uh, so I think the fundamentals are very good for our industry. There's been a lot of new orders being placed for big ships, not so many for smaller ships in our size. There haven't been so many uh, new orders placed. So I am cautiously optimistic about the longer term as well. I don't want to say too much because it's difficult to to say too much about the future, Uh, but short term future looks very good.
0: Manistidis, last week uh, you joined the Capital Link, uh, company presentation series and you made uh, a fairly detailed presentation on the company's operations strategy and the container sector outlook. Uh, following your latest press release uh, with the fourth uh, fixture, as you mentioned, your forward charter cover is 92% for um, 2022. 60% for 23 and 45% for 2024. So you've locked in as we mentioned, uh, significant cash flow. Uh, can you uh, repeat a little bit, uh, put it uh, into context, uh, your cash accumulation uh, and uh, the low leverage that you have and what this means in terms of giving you financial flexibility for um, further growth?
1: So for sure. Our, our, our current position is, uh, is uh, of the balance it is extremely strong. Uh, our uh, leverage is extremely low. It will be about $120 million, which compared to our asset value, which is around more than $650 million means less than 20%. You realize how low the leverage is on, on the asset value. It's, it's even lower than the scrap value of our ship. So leverage is non-existent. There is no high cost, uh, 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 other kind of instrument preferred or whatever. So it's only common and debt and debt is very little. So it's, it's a very strong balance sheet. No, no worries there. And cash accumulation is is terrific, as we said. We expect at the end of 2024, absent any any investments or dividends or whatever, to have an extremely uh, strong accumulation of cash. You know, we can be around 300 million dollars of cash at the end of 2024, which is a very significant amount of cash. It it, it can correspond, you know, to to maybe uh, around maybe even $50 per share in, in cash uh, within the company. Uh, so we're, we're trading uh, at $30 per share. So imagine where we can be and that's without taking into account the asset values and everything else. No. So we are in a very strong position. We will accumulate a lot of cash and what we need to do is to decide what to do uh, with this cash. and. Our priority is to invest and grow the company if we can find the creative investments. Because if we cannot, we will not invest to invest. We will return uh, some of the cash to our shareholders. But if we can find investments like the investments we did in 2021, that couple of ships that we bought in 2021 where we bought ships uh, and were able to charter them simultaneously at very high charters, which uh, will repay the total investment within three to four years, that's fine. Even the new builds that we ordered last year, if we were to take delivery of them today, we're not. We're taking delivery of them beginning of next year. But if we were to charter them at today's levels, we would repay the whole new build within three years. Imagine, I mean, this seems as if it's going to be a terrific project. So. If we are able to do good investments, we will do them. If not, we will return some of the money to our shareholders in one form or the other, even through a buyback or through a dividend. We will see. But we are in a very strong position, in a very strong market, which we think will continue to be like that for a couple of years. That's, in a nutshell, where we are, uh, Nico.
0: That's a good position to be in. I still thank you for elaborating on the latest news and also on the container market. Uh, We urge everybody to take a look at your latest presentation. Uh, You can find it on www.eurocease.gr or on the CapitalLink website where we have the whole um, presentation session with uh, the Q&A between management and investors. Aristide, thank you very much for being with us.
1: Thank you, Nicholas. And I know I might have sounded very optimistic, but I've been around for 15 years and you've heard me talk for a long time. And you know that I'm not uh, over optimistic usually. I try to be as realistic as I can. Thank you very much for having me. You've
0: been around more than 15 years. Around
1: in the public markets more than 15 years. (laughs) Thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you, Aristide. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.